2: Welcome to the Poisoner's Cabinet. I'm Sinead. And I'm Nick. And this is your weekly podcast exploring the lives of the great poisoners and macabre murders and captivating crimes from across the centuries and creating curious cocktails inspired by the Dells at tell. And it's episode 164. Yes, it is. And I'm yawning. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's not, that's not a good time to yawn, man. No, you've not yawned once since I arrived. Suddenly just the sheer knew, like, effort.
1: Uh... Like 164. Oh. <laughs> or that's sleepy time. Sleepy time. That's sleepy when we time. have
2: a. This is when we have our podcast nap. Podcast naps. Yes, I'm entirely <laughs> subscribed to that. Right. Okay. Sorry. Is narcolepsy just hit apparently, you? Apparently. <laughs> apparently. So. It's just got. Uh, no. Shut down. <laughs> oh God. She's at it again. Well. Well. How are you, Nick? I'm sleepy. Apparently. Sleepy. Just sleeping.
1: Yeah.
2: Why? Every time we record, do your neighbours go insane next door? No. I think they've moved out someone's in there because it's now it's now got a big for sale sign outside yes I know but the bodies they left behind are coming back to life well, clearly then, as long as they're locked in there that's fine Well, alright okay we're not going to have that Did you see You, the, the slamming doors they are annoying. well the dead will do that oh god alright <laughs> or it's the dogs or the they've dogs the, the dogs have taken over they've put a for sale sign on the building but how are you otherwise Nick oh fine full of boxes boxes is a packing city oh, here I hate it it's boring oh so dull but soon you have a shiny new home
1: yeah, not soon
2: enough. Yeah, you want it all dealt uh, with. I just want it done. Are you st- slightly regretting yes, not having regretting that. the very fancy and silly, not silly, but that, that very fancy option where you get the removers to pack all your stuff? Yes, I am very much regretting that. <laughs> but also,
1: unfortunately, I can't really do that because I can't the The removers can't throw away half the shit I don't need. Or oh, you could ask them to make judgment calls. So I generally have to do that, which is really <laughs> annoying. And lovely friends and things are like, can I come and help? And you go, lovely, but it's just stuff I need to sort out.
2: Why did I end up helping on Sunday because then? Because you
1: just chucks it out.
2: <laughs> I do. <laughs>
1: <So> it's like, <laughs> have you used that in the last twenty minutes? No, in the bin. In the bed.
2: Yeah. I'm pretty good, to be fair. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just like everyone else escaped the packing duties. Me roped in, cracking the whip. Roped in. Yeah. And you yeah. You're beating down the door to get in. <laughs> all of two minutes to go through your th- drawers. <laughs> go. Through. You don't need this. You don't need these pencils. You don't need this sauce. You don't need these clothes. <laughs> We only came round to watch a film. I thought we were going to have a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick. No. I'm go Purge all your cupboards. Purge the sins. Well, oh, I haven't well. Reached the sin cupboard yet? Oh God, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to go to the sin cupboard. <laughs> Others, more naive folk, might come in and go. Oh, I want to look in the sin cupboard. I know you well enough to go. I'm staying the hell away from that. That needs to be on another floor, away from where I am. <laughs> but yeah, maybe that's the one thing you leave for the removal men.
1: Very possibly, or the next <laughs> people who live here. <laughs>
2: Oh, terrify God. them. <laughs> what the hell is in it? <laughs> well, any poisonings this week? Uh,
1: no, I don't think so.
2: No. No. I may have been poisoned by the pollen again. Oh, yeah. is it back? It is. I, oh, did... I haven't been so bad this week. I've been fine. I did. It's my own fault. I went outside. Well, that's stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it very much time. is your own fault. <laughs> There's a follow up. <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> it needs be? You went outside. It's madness. <laughs> went outside to take the air, and the air got me. Now, I went outside this morning. was up early. I thought, oh, I better go and trim all the roses. So I've been of cutting course, stuff in as the one garden. Does. Yes, exactly. You know what, Nick? Yes, as one does. If you've got a bloody garden, you have to go and deadhead. <laughs> it's very important. Some more yeah. roses will come. So I was out there in my little dressing gown, deadheading. There, your, yeah, yeah. Now your, I'm dying. In your penny. <laughs> in my, you- pi- my pi- pinny. <laughs> Henny, what do you think I wear of a morning? Do you think I get up and put on like one of those tabard things? I,
1: that's what I'm imagining. That's, <laughs> with a nice pair of gardening gloves. No, um, I'm thinking, and probably a straw hat. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. It's a leather. Some hat. wellies.
2: <laughs> no, I'm um, surprisingly unorganized about my <laughs> garden attire. I do wear gloves occasionally, but mo- you know what I'm like? If I see something, I'll just get, oh, I'll just do that now. Roses, streaming you know, in my hands, going, it's fine, I'll do it by hand. <laughs> I haven't got any secateurs. I'll use my teeth, it's exactly, fine. Exactly, yeah. Just <laughs> ripping them off. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? They blossom beautifully I'm because sure they, do. they are powered by my blood. By my blood. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if I start sneezing. Or if my voice sounds weird because my nose is blocked up. Or if this video just looks like I've died, that'll be it. It's The pollen doesn't like me. Yes. Well, (laughs) speaking of cupboards you dare not go into and uh, being poisoned by the world, I think it is time for us to thank our delicious Patreon subscribers. Oh,
1: why not? Let's do it. (laughs) Let's
2: talk. Thank you very much to Absinthe Minded. Oh, that's very good. good. No more Patreons That's That's it. It. They, they have all the Patreons yeah, <laughs> all the do 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 the do. this week No there's more And they're every, even sexier As we go on Tia <laughs> Faye Miles To Lynn Smith To Courtney Woodward Keith And to Talia Lavin Thank you very much You marvellous people Sexy sexy Patreon subscribers You are lovely You are beautiful We're having such fun Over on Patreon At the moment Yeah well, no, well Not this week We weren't Bloody miserable I oh, know I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I did tell quite a sad tale but uh, it had its moments. It was interesting. Mm. I'll give you that. It wasn't just relentlessly bleak.
1: Not going to get much better today. I'll tell you now. Oh, God. All right, then. Well, it's glad <laughs> I started drinking early then, isn't it?
2: Yes. But we also had fun with our book chat at the weekend. Yes. That is a benefit that the lovely Patreon subscribers have every month because we have our book club on Facebook. We get together and do a bit of a live stream and chat about books. Out about the world, and just sit and hang for a bit. About stuff. Yes, I, hear,
1: I wasn't there this month, but I hear it was marvellous.
2: Yes, you're rarely there. I'm rarely. I've done one. <laughs> You've done one. You put an appearance with a hat, and then it's all anyone talks about. <laughs>
1: Best thing that happened in years. <laughs>
2: it's like you sweeping into some sort of ball late in a top hat and like, Who is this mysterious man? And then he's oh gone. my goodness, oh, oh my goodness me <laughs> And then and yeah, all they ask is, Will he arrive? Will he arrive at this month's book ball? <laughs> if it was now a ball, then yes, absolutely. If it was a book ball. Well you wouldn't know, you don't turn up. Okay. We're all wearing ball gowns. <laughs> From the waist down. From the waist down. Exactly. <laughs> well, Nick, are you ready? Probably not. To drink cocktails and talk about poison? Uh, okay. Or, we could drink poison and talk about cocktails. Oh, I want more drinks. Shall we go with the first let's one? Let's do that. Oh, let's. Hooray, hooray, hooray. It is Nick's story this week, but we can't, we can't, we can't possibly have a story without a cocktail in hand. As you know, dear listeners, every week we choose a secret ingredient that is inspired by the tale that we tell, and it will flavour our cocktail of the week. Nick's story, so his pick... And this week's secret ingredient is...
0: Is schnapps.
2: Schnapps. 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 Now, again, why have we not had schnapps I know, before? I did, I did have to
1: go through the list and go, I'm sure I've had schnapps. <laughs> and
2: we're going to go schnapping like <laughs> I have a little phrase in my head that I think of every time. It's from uh, the producers, the original one. An occasion like this calls for snaps mm. That's good. I like that. There you are. Points if you guess what that scene is. So snaps so, no schnaps mm. is schna- I can't stop saying it like that. <laughs> Once you say well, it, so can't stop. it is pronounced snaps We're not just putting it on, are we? No, well, how else would we want pronounce it? Snaps. Snap no. No. It's got no. a Ooh. sh, you know. sh- <laughs> now I know a type of schnapps which is uh, popular on the market. There are a variety of types of schnapps. <laughs> types of schnapps, <laughs> flavoured usually yeah. they are. Yeah, they indeed yes. But you can have just straight alcohol schnapps. No, can I, you? I
1: believe they are all, all it's flavoured. It's a flavoured usually oh, a fruity it? flavoured thing.
2: Oh, okay. Um, yes. Oh, interesting. Might 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 a peach be turning up? We'll find out. Oh, or an apple. An apple schnapps. What other ones are on? You can get peppermint schnapps. Oh yes, yes, that's very popular in Christmas in America. Yes, and
1: you can get peppermint, which I'm not—I've never had before. Mm. Um, you can get raspberry. You say all variety of fruity snaps.
2: Oh, I see. Um, you can you can get. I've seen hazelnut snaps. Oh, can we have that? But we haven't got that. Oh, fuck you!
1: <laughs> I just taunt you with these exciting things. Exactly. And then you, go, nah, you, can't <laughs> you taunt
2: have. me with your nuts no exciting okay well then with schnapps schnapp, schnapp. as your ingredient this is a bad ingredient for us because we've just lost our mind saying it shall with schnapps? Schnapps. schnapps schnapps nick we've done to know what's in the schnapps what have you come up with what have we, what have we come up with a phase of making you talk and i'm not sure where this ss officer was from actually
1: hello hello i think
2: <laughs> and also sweden
1: so this week yep we are having yep a missionary's downfall Oh, my. Which I love as a name. That's brilliant. Just is a brilliant name.
2: Ooh, ooh. What did they do? Well, we'll find out. Oh, me <laughs> oh, I quite like. oh it's, it promises much. <laughs> Rated the schnapps, one would imagine. <laughs> it did, probably. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Well, I think it is high time for us then to slink into the Poisoner's Cabinet Kitchen and shake up a storm. So we'll see you in a minute. We'll see you in a minute. And we're back! Hello! So, Nick. Yes. We have a missionary's downfall. The missionary's downfall. Nature prepared beautifully in the kitchen. I like it. But we must address something. We must. There is actually a real kitchen. <laughs> I do go into a real kitchen and make real drinks so we had a comment uh, from one of our darling followers on Patreon because since we've started doing little video highlights I obviously cut out bits and someone thought we didn't actually make up cocktails, they just appeared or we just sat here and there was the cocktail and there was the drink no, that's just the way I've edited it together with yep. a little time lapse Nick truly does go into the kitchen I and I can't go and film it because otherwise I'd know what's in it
1: exactly, and we can't have any cheating like that no, so, we can't No, the cocktails are made fresh at each little gap, freshly squeezed. freshly squeezed cocktails.
2: Beautiful, and this is very. Ooh, looks like very refreshing. Very refreshing, very refreshing. It's yellow. It's uh, it's a pretty color. Uh, and and you've garnished it. I have. Is that is that a sprig of mint? A sprig of mint. Is that a sprig of mint delightful? Sprig of mint with our schnapps. With oh, schnapps. Oh, how delightful. It's like we're sitting on a veranda. <laughs> and have you crushed ice? Yes. Either that, or you were just losing it in the kitchen I was and banging really, shit. <laughs> really, really
1: pissed off with the kitchen.
2: <laughs> you took a while in there as well. I was banging stuff. Yeah, you were, boy. But yeah, you were crushing ice and uh, and, and and stuff. I, I heard other noises. Yes, There's all uh, manner of things going on in there. <laughs> ah. It's
1: a highly complex production.
2: High hopes. It's mm, very yeah. pale drink. All right, let's dig in. Treated. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm. Oh, that's nice. I big big lumps of ice in my teeth. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, 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 there it is. Oh, there it is. There's peach, mm. peach snaps. Ooh, that's really good. I like that's that. Really refreshingly delicious. Mm. Yay! Can imagine sitting
1: sitting mm-hmm. outside in the garden
2: on the veranda, mate. On, on the, the veranda, of mm. a summer's afternoon. That is summer in a glass. Yeah, that was ooh. That's ooh. delightful. And there's all sorts of flavors going on there mm. as well, apart from the older uh, peach snaps, which mm. I'm going to guess is in it.
1: There's yeah, there is. Snaps in it, yes. Yay, yay! And it's the peach variety. <laughs> and it's the peach variety.
2: Hooray! Now, <laughs> as to what else is in there's, there? There
1: are other things. It's not just a big glass of peach schnapps.
2: Well, I think there is more mint in there.
1: There is mint in there.
2: There is mint in there. Muddled. There is muddled mint. Muddled. I thought I heard you muddling. Yes, muddling. Muddled R-I-Rs. mint and peach. Ooh, yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Like it. And ice. And ice. And, and there are t- three other things. Oh, and flavors. Flavors. There are three ingredients. Three other ingredients. Okay. Yeah. So, what would go with schnapps? Uh, <laughs> gin. Nope. Uh, Volke. Nope. Um, Sugar. Is there sugar in it? Ish... Oh, is it a flavoured sugar or something? Yeah. Or a syrup? Uh, yes, there is a syrup. Oh, okay. What syrup? I'm trying to think of what syrup you have. <laughs> ginger. ginger? Raspberry? No. Honey? Yes. Honey? Honey? Yay! Oh, yeah. Oh, it does have a kind of honey hue. No, I <laughs> didn't know that at all. Of course I didn't. All right. So, but two other things. Two other things. I better drink more. I better, and better find have some out. more. Absolutely. Better find out. I really don't know. It's a lovely peachy mint flavour. What what else? What else? I really what? Like that. What mysteries does this drink hold? Rum. rum Rum Oh god damn it. If I'd kept going with the spirits, I would have gotten there it's next It's A nice week.
1: sort of yeah, middly golden rum. Ooh, nothing.
0: Nothing nice. too dark,
1: but nothing too light. So yeah, sort of golden three year three
2: year rum mm. in there. And some pineapple. Oh pineapple. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't get the pineapple. Pineapple juice. Hmm. I'm not, I wouldn't have immediately yeah. guessed. Well, obviously I didn't immediately guess pineapple <laughs> juice. It's not a huge amount. You no. have half an ounce. Nice. Half an ounce of pineapple in That's there. a summery delight, well, it, it Nick. Works delight. Ooh, it works as a light. Ooh, what a treat. And you know, the missionary would, this would be their this downfall. This would be absolutely their downfall. Because once you tried one, yeah. you'd need more. And it doesn't, doesn't taste that alcoholic. No, it doesn't. It's one of those things you it's think, bit, oh, it's like there? iced tea. Oh, it's
1: tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Long Island iced tea. It's tea. There's nothing, there's nothing alcoholic in there at all. Not at all.
2: No, it's perfectly blended. And with lots of ice in there a on a hot day, or well, you'd be craving another one of these, mm. and then you'd be dancing on tables. And then you'd be dead. I don't know how schnapps affects us over the course of an episode, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Also, we have fizz as well. Well, I have fizz.
1: Jane, always,
2: I, fizz. It's not my episode. That's a lovely drink. And I dare say most people would be able to make this as well. I would imagine so, yeah. yeah. Nothing too weird in there. That's no, a good one. Hurrah. 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 Before we move on, we have to say a big thank you to lovely Matt, who sent us yes. a lovely package while rummaging around, I believe, in a charity shop, <laughs> found a couple of books that are just perfect for Nick. Oh, some fantastic cocktaily books. Yeah. And a- I must, I'm loving this one. This must be from
1: late 70s or something like that. Wow. 63. 1963. What's it called? This is called The Art of Mixing Drinks. Yay! A corgi
2: book, two and six. <laughs> nice. It's, so it's a it's 1960s mixology so book 1960s,
1: about... 1960s, based on the famous Esquire drink
2: book. Here Ooh. are the
1: correct incorrect ingredients and preparation methods for nearly a thousand drinks. Do you want to pick one at random? Mould um, wine with eggs. No! Whoa! Got, <laughs> what? mould wine with eggs? With eggs. What kind of egg? Like a whole egg? Beat separately, the whites and yolks of, of a dozen eggs.
2: A, do- a dozen pour, uh, this,
1: the, yeah, this is uh, pour two bottles of red wine into a saucepan Thinning with just half the amount of water, just before it comes to a boil, mixing the whites and yolks together. What? Mm. And then you get
2: scrambled eggs, red wine. Yeah, I'm not. And you eat it with a spoon. It's it's like it was a, the style at the time yeah, in the a mold, '60s a mold scramble? Enjoy it with a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! So, yeah, wow. That's an
1: interesting point to <laughs> pick. Points to pick. Are there um, good
2: recipes in there as well? I, th- I
1: mean, there are many of them, so I think mm. there'll be some be interesting ones. Yeah. But, yes. Well, thank you so much well, for considering us and sending these things to
2: us. that would be fantastic. Also sent a beautiful, beautiful book copy of The Art of Mixology. I- um, I've um, often
1: seen that on Amazon, and I've got, do I oh, Yay. I? Uh, but now, it's there. Brilliant.
2: And now you have it. Now I have it. Absolutely Classic fantastic. cocktails. Ooh, the fog cutter. The fog cutter. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Rum, brandy, gin, orange juice, lemon juice, and orge. Oh, and oh. sherry. Oh, and sherry. Because <laughs> oh, float, float some sherry on the top. Oh, float
2: some, that does sound like they that was just open the carpet and went, okay, rum, orange juice, and gin. Oh, and sherry. Put sherry in it. Oh, I do like they've got a section for visiting aunts
1: no they don't really what for visiting aunts what does it say (laughs) so brew tea to a proper strength put in a pitcher with ice add and add rum until it tastes right
2: (laughs) (laughs) aunt gordon would be very proud delicious
1: at luncheons (laughs) most delicious at luncheons
2: (laughs) i quite agree excellent Aunt gordon would indeed be proud (laughs) this is a book to live by Thank you so much, Matt. That's fantastic,
1: much fun to be had there.
2: Well, with the missionary's downfall firmly in hand, we hold the secret to it. We pushed him off that cliff. <laughs> Is it time for a story, Nick?
1: Oh, why not? Before oh, I, before good. I have too many of those and I can't read.
2: <laughs> Regale me. Probably wise. Regaling. So today. Yep. We're going to Austria. Oh, nice. Austria.
1: Yeah. don't often go to Austria. We don't. We don't. This is where we're going to hear the story of Franz and Rosalie Schneider.
2: Schneider. Schneider. Do they enjoy a schnapps? No, the
1: Schneiders enjoy a schnapps <laughs> on a Saturday evening. a <laughs> Saturday evening with their... Sh- sh- i am run out. Yeah, run out, run out of <laughs> uh, sh- things. Yeah. But Franz and Rosalie are a murderous evil couple who take great pleasure in luring unsuspecting women to their deaths.
2: Oh, ooh, it is grim. Yeah, instantly. instantly. No, no
1: preamble whatsoever. No, absolutely. Just get in there with death. Oh, good Lord. Right, we're going to start with Franz. Franz, so he's born in 1857 in the teeny tiny, teeny tiny hamlet of Mustetten. There's too actually? many T's and E's and T's and M's in there. Mustetten. Right. Now, at the time, this town is part of Austria. Now it's in Germany, but it's it's very close to Innsbruck, not far from the border in Innsbruck. Now, he has one brother, Heinrich, Ooh. It was not a glamorous upbringing, really. It was, and it still is, a very agricultural, rural area. So Franz and Heinrich spend very little time at the little local school. They are needed to work the land on the farm. He never completes his schooling. He is semi-literate, can barely write his own name, really. Yeah. So as Franz grows into a teenager, he becomes increasingly frustrated with his lot in life. Really, yeah. As as one would backbreaking labor for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, um, nothing to show for it at the end, and he starts to realize that if he doesn't do something, this is it for the next fifty years, and he's dead.
2: Yeah, it's like when I help you move house. Uh, yes, yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> pretty much. It doesn't happen every day, though, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Soon. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a thankless. Existence. It's, it's, it's a very
1: thankless, yeah, existence with not many exciting prospects not much no not much fun to look forward sometimes a crow comes by yes so he decides no things need needs to change he needs to get out of this out of this rut mm. uh, or that he could well find himself in so what honest hard-working profession does he turn to we ask ourselves burglary oh, right burglary burglary why work for it when you can take it from someone else yep yeah fair enough much much easier way of going about things,
2: it is it is the conclusion
1: a lot of our subjects yeah, reach. Absolutely. So he he starts off small. He's still young. He's still sort of teenager. So anything that can be discreetly pocketed might. Is the burglary f- relative to
2: his size through this? I story. he's <laughs> like he's, he, he,
1: uh, he's sent on errands to neighboring towns, right, for the for his family. If he's in a store or something like that, uh, just, a, a, yeah, a little thing might just while he's fall into his fall pocket. into his pocket absolutely so yeah he always comes back with a few extra items that he he's liberated really from those who don't really need them Yeah. No. once or twice he is he's sort of caught not literally but he's caught with his hand in the till He is caught mm. trying to go for someone's bag or yeah trying to pick something off a shelf that he really shouldn't be touching but he's got a quite a youthful cheeky chappy charm about him and so he's hmm. still quite a young lad at this time so generally he gets off with nothing but he gets a good telling off and probably a smack around the head but that's the, no that's the extent of, yeah. his, of his punishment at this yes. but as he gets older it's sort of harder and harder to reconcile cheeky chappy laddie when you're 16 17 nicking stuff <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit more difficult to be oh sorry gov
2: yeah. <laughs> First time, honest. And he's stealing bigger things as well. As he
1: tries to make off with a tractor. He's
2: yeah. <laughs> got a pig under each arm. Like, so, yeah, oh, no, these aren't for everybody. Uh, yeah. You don't just take the till. Mm,
1: so it becomes more difficult to bluff his way out of trouble. Mm. So now he might actually end up in the cells for a night or two. Oh, no. Or something like that. So he ends up locked up for a night or two. And these sort of stays in prison. Gare yeah, do get a bit longer, maybe a week next time. But it seems to be that he gets away with more than he gets caught. Yeah. So for him, it still seems to be a worthwhile mm. um, venture to, to go down. Eventually, though, he gains such a reputation that people are actually... They cross the road. If they see him coming, they move to the other side of the road. <laughs> right. they're, they're scared if his light fingers are going to find steal their way them. into the... Yeah, steal them. <laughs> find their way into their pockets or anything like that. So people <laughs> take pains to avoid him. If he goes into a shop, the shopkeepers, they are on him. Like, yeah, <laughs> like it like him out. Like, like Either, yeah, we are watching you like a hawk or... Get the hell
2: out of here. Oh, God.
1: After his release from his latest stint in, in prison, he says so enough with enough. He can hardly move around town before someone calls out for a constable now. I have to get out. some Somewhere big, somewhere far away where no one knows him. What better place than Vienna? The big, big city, the capital of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, beautiful, beautiful, massive. He can well and truly yeah. get lost in the in the sprawling streets. Ah,
2: uh, the music, <laughs> the candles.
1: It'll be delightful. All that to seal. All
2: of that. <laughs> all of that. He, he can will steal. be absolutely rinsing it in, taking harpsichords down the street. <laughs> Don't worry, we've got plenty. <laughs>
1: so, so he leaves his tiny little village and he travels. It's over 500 kilometers mm. to get to Vienna across the other side of the country. It's in Vienna that he meets his, meets his future wife ah. um, and future accomplice, Rosalie Caparelli.
2: Ooh, that that is a great villainous wife's name. (laughs) Rosalie Caparelli. Is she Italian? Uh, I
1: don't know if she's Italian or not. um, Or I'm just pronouncing it in a very un-Austrian way. But right, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't help this. Completely lent into it. Now, she is working as a maid in the city. She had been previously married. She had managed to divorce her husband and... She takes quite a shine to this this new boy in town, Ooh. really. this Franz, this new boy in France. Now, to, to begin with, Franz is really not that interested. Rosalie is six years older than him. Oh, ancient. So ancient, hag practically, almost dead. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> Calm down.
1: So and she is described as rather plain. So Franz goes, now I can find a young, beautiful thing until... 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 His opinion swiftly changes when he discovers that she's got a 700 florin dowry attached oh, to her. Oh, right. Um, so then she becomes a lot more attractive all of a sudden. Oh, my God. Uh, I never noticed I your... I never noticed how beautiful your purse was. <laughs>
2: Uh, so yes, she suddenly becomes She's way, suddenly, way more attractive, way, way hotter, yeah. and the pair
1: are very quickly married.
2: Yes, okay. <laughs> Do you think he met her first and was drawn by her name, thinking she was a woman with a with a dark cloak that flitted through the streets of Vienna, and he got there and went, oh no, no! By God, you're old, he says. <laughs> My God, you're completely unremarkable. I didn't even see you there. You've got how much dowry? Yeah, you have. Oh, can't you, you see what money? I'm trying to say? I <laughs> love you.
1: <laughs> I imagine the whole meeting went very well, very much like that.
2: She just says, I haven't even said a yet (laughs) now franz is he's not
1: frugal in his spending he doesn't seem like he would be yeah and now he's got a quite a chunk of money this (laughs) is quite a chunk of wife (laughs) this is this is exciting this is all the things he can buy with this what's he gonna buy oh we don't we don't know what he buys people they get they get themselves an apartment they furnish the apartment but the dowry quickly runs out it doesn't it does not last I mean, he is. Yes, he likes going to for drink. To he likes going drinking and going to the entertainments and such like. And say so he likes nice things.
2: Well, yeah, you were in Vienna uh, in like one of the most exciting periods of time. Absolutely, so, right. that, but
1: they, they are they are soon out of cash. They are soon pretty much out of cash. Next uh, week, <laughs> so I think it lasts them more than a week. But within a few months, I sure. think they are they're pretty pretty hard up. Yeah. So they decide to top up their funds. He starts blackmailing Rosalie's ex-husband. Right. For money. Now, I have no idea what about.
2: Oh, oh, let's think of something. So I can
1: only assume that Rosalie has divulged some deep dark secret um, to her new husband about the ex-husband. And he is now blackmailing said man <laughs> with this juicy titbit of whatever it may be.
2: Was it about his juicy tidbit? Well, who knows?
1: <laughs> who knows? Oh,
2: goodness. What could he have been blackmailing? So, what, would, yeah. what could it have been? I mean, I guess it must be something any husband and wife would know. Husband and oh, wife, yeah. Absolutely. Or maybe he had some financial shenanigans going on. I mean, they
1: divorced? they must have divorced for a reason. Was it something to do with the reasons why <laughs> they had divorced? Was, uh, we don't oh, know.
2: Maybe, maybe. His, his love of chocolates. His love of chocolates. <laughs>
1: Who can say? But they are able to leverage enough money out of this man so that they can move to a much, much nicer apartment.
2: Jesus, he really uh, did not want his secrets divulged. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: and it, it's not just a, a one-off sort of payment. It seems to go on for quite some, a few months mm. or so as they are getting more and more money out of this chap. Okay. So they, they get enough money, they can move into an apartment in their Rudolfsheim district, which is quite near the centre of, of Vienna.
2: But they polish the reindeers?
1: Yes. Right. Actually named after the... Prince, Prince Rudolph, and this district was named after him. Shine, yes, yes. After, it's, it's making sense after now. Him. Yeah, so really in the... And it's known as a very sort of multicultural area there are lots of people, lots of immigrants and things people live there but yeah people with a bit of not a huge amount of money but a good people, exactly.
2: sort of. middle class bohemian yeah, exactly
1: middle nice, class middle nice. class sort of neighborhood absolutely you
2: can be respectable but drink at the same time yes indeed. Yeah, yeah okay so
1: i mean with this move they seem to have gotten everything they can out of the ex-husband and Franz sort of has to like go back to his staples of a uh, bit of robbery a bit of pickpocketing <laughs> throwing a bit of fraud in there oh, okay on the rare occasion perhaps when the law gets a bit close he's takes up legitimate work as a a butcher or as a a domestic servant, says sometimes he manages to get a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Legitimate work as a domestic servant, pilfering everything. (laughs) Probably
1: pilfering the silverware
2: um, (laughs) while while he's at it. And the pigs to butcher later. But, I mean, even though
1: soon this isn't enough to get them sort of the income that that Mm. they need. So they need to, he has to keep on expanding and going for bigger and bigger prizes, really, to try and, get the income to keep them both in the, the finery and loveliness
2: See, he's never that they the, want he's never learnt the value mm. of money of hard work or of money if you come yeah. from absolutely nothing oh i don't want to do this i deserve much more yeah you've got no concept of the real value of of anything that you do
1: mm. now this is where do things do take a slightly darker twist um we're looking now the 11th of september 18 and 19 ripper yes jack yeah. the ripper he's he's, uh, he's, he's, he's jack the ripper, ripper. yeah of course He's at an inn and there is a young woman, um, also in the inn, a Joanna Dumsgugger. Dumsgugger.
2: You're really doing her a service, aren't you? <laughs> Joanna Dumsger. <laughs> you don't have to go dumbzug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joanna Great, lovely. Yeah.
2: Sounds like a lovely woman. She's a lovely woman. She's much better than that mad woman that you were just talking about. <laughs> she's there in the inn. He walks in,
1: spots this, this lone woman sitting by herself, joins her at a the table, they start up a conversation. It's just general chit-chat, yes, pleasantries, yes. two people there. He admires her lovely necklace that she's just she's wearing. Isn't that how isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Oh,
2: never never trust a man who admires your necklace. Yeah.
1: She finds out that she's actually there. To try and get a job, she's looking for huh? a job. She wants to try and work at the inn, so she's there for for an interview or to try and see the owner to to get to get some employment. He goes, "No, no, no, you don't want to work here. It's a shithole. You don't want to work <laughs> at this. I have got a lovely inn, just next next just just around the corner. I I've, I've got an inn. I'll offer you a job." on the spot absolutely I can tell you're you're a very attractive lady all the things that people want from, from a bar person can you pour a drink or oh, what's a drink yeah. never mind never mind that you look good <laughs> you've got very nice necklaces <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh. God.
1: he piles on the flattery until she goes oh for fuck's sake okay I'll, I'll take the job at least let's go and have a look at the place yes so yeah yeah off she goes so she actually leaves this inn Joanna leaves the no, inn, Joanna, inn with Franz. The pair off to set off together. And she's going, not quite as close as you said it was. As they walk, and they start walking by some fields. As they're going pretty, slightly remote area. Mm. He starts cutting across country. Going, oh, I know a shortcut, it's fine. It's just, it's just through this field. And they'll be there, and it's all good. She's like, okay, fine. As soon as they are out of sight of the road, Franz attacks. He strikes. Aww. He demands that she hands over all her valuables. The necklace, the jewellery she's wearing, any coins that she has. He, then he knocks her to the ground and he does. He sexually assaults. He sexually assaults Gina in in the field. After he is done, he leaves her there. He leaves in the field. She's still alive. alive. She's, okay. she, is, she is alive. He legs him. He absolutely runs for her. So Joanna survives the ordeal and she goes to report the, the attack to the authorities. The authorities don't believe her account. Of course not. The authorities don't believe her account because of her supposed bad reputation she has. Now what this bad reputation is, again, we, we do not know. Probably she was a woman walking by with a man she did not know. Uh, You're yeah, asking for it, really, weren't yeah, you? What, yeah, yeah. what were you doing out with an oh, unknown man? You were in an inn. You were in an unaccompanied.
2: Yes, looking for a job. Were you looking for a job, or were you? Are you really the most evil woman who's ever existed?
1: So yes, so she was indeed the most <sighs> evil woman who had ever existed. So the police go, "Be gone with you! Nothing's going to happen." Off she goes, and she lives the rest of her life. We do not know what happens to her. In May the following year, so that was September. Now in May, Franz loses another woman. This is Joanna Strober. To it's an, a think
2: for a woman named Joanna. Yeah,
1: indeed. Mm. Now this is who he, this time he goes to an abandoned church in Neuglenbach, which is a, a small town to the west of Vienna. There again, he demands that she hand over all her valuables. Now Joanna refuses, saying "Fuck off" um, <laughs> in in German. Uh, what is that in German? Uh, I don't know. I can't speak uh, German. Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, she says she has nothing of any worth. She has she has nothing here um, to mm. to give to him. He he does not believe her he leaps at her he strangles her into unconsciousness and while she's lying unconscious on the floor he finds her valuables that she does have steals everything and then again legs it leaving her lying in the derelict church she does survive the ordeal mm. and there was no evidence or there's no report of any um, sexual assault on in this in this situation
2: what were they doing in the abandoned church well i don't know did he lure her there yes, or was she yes, just think, hanging out no, in the no i church? think there was
1: another thing that he we don't know the details of this one as we did the previous one but there is yeah, certainly indication that okay. he had found her in an inn or somewhere they um, ended up there and they they ended up there through some promise of that he had made her yeah employment or what what have you then on the 1st of june that was may June. Franz uh, uses the inn trick again. This time he offers a job to um, Anna Gurix. Now she is initially incredibly sceptical. She refuses to go. Off. I'm not nice. going to like you how, anywhere.
2: how many women are just going fuck off, off to
1: Absolutely. Piss off. <laughs> but again his skills of persuasion and flattery. He
2: does seem very charming.
1: And charm come out absolutely. And he, mm. he probably just wears her down more than anything. <laughs> um, and eventually he, so she says fine let's go. We'll go to this inn. Whatever. And go, they Set off for a long walk to this hypothetical inn. Like Joanna Dumbsager, he loses her across country, attacks, robbing her, leaving her in the woods. Anna, at this point, does not go to authorities. They, they, she is convinced that no one's going to believe what she says. She, she is a, a, a single woman who's out looking for work. She has no reputation. No one's going to give a shit what I say. So <laughs> she does. She doesn't do anything about it. But she has survived the ordeal.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, eventually, the Franz and Rosalie decides that Franz's methods are not the way forward. They can't, they can't continue going like this. So it's very apparent that Rosalie is well aware of what her husband is, is doing.
2: Yes. Stop um, stop doing this to well, ladies. Well,
1: no. They, he, she feels that they are far too haphazard. They are far, it's far too random, the encounters. These are, these are all chance encounters with people in inns and stuff like that. He's, he's not getting
2: he, enough money. For he's them. not oh. getting enough
1: money, and it's, it's all down to, to, to luck that he's meeting these people. Yeah, there's there's no structure to any of it. So they need a much steadier source of, of income, um, something that they can control. And they, robbing people, yes, is very lucrative, but only if I can get the right people, the people they want to the right place, at the right time, people who weren't going to complain, who weren't going to make a fuss, people who wouldn't necessarily be missed. Oh, God. So they come up with a cunning plan. Yeah. Rosalie would visit local employment offices. Okay. So here women would come and go placing advertisements detailing their skills as domestic maids or they will answer help wanted ads that they have seen. Yeah. Rosalie looks like an entirely respectable woman. Now she will <laughs> loiter in these places yeah. and she will overhear the chat between men- women coming and going um, until she identifies a suitable target. Someone who is right. perhaps new to town looking, looking for a particular job. Okay. Um, is perhaps slightly yeah new to town slightly naive doesn't know her way around is is younger so she hasn't got the experience behind her to go no you're talking rubbish so she sort of finds out all these these things from people
2: i mean that it sounds like a really good logic to find someone who is as you said is not going to be missed mm. and is naive enough young new in town are they gonna have much money
1: have a huge amount of money on them not particularly but what they do is have is they have what's known as their box it's become known as their box and it is basically a box that they carry around with them which has all their valuables in it. because they are so transient they go from place to place they they everything you have they own to carry is, everything with you is is there yeah it could be anything from a few odd bits of jewelry you've got oh. some nice clothes that you've got anything like that so okay, it's not so necessarily that's... your what i'm wearing today out this is this woman's entire life.
2: Your worldly possessions. All your so worldly possessions. Any of your savings, any of your valuables, anything, anything from family is going to be that. Is there.
1: And it seems to be sort of this box that they are after. So the contents of these things are, they know is going to be much greater than mm-hmm. just robbing someone on the street. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, so There's it is a, a, it is a d- disturbing and, and cunning plan.
2: A disturbing and cunning a disturbing plan.
1: Disturbing and yeah. cunning. So, Rosalie and Franz. They, they work sometimes individually, they sometimes work together. They will approach these women and offer an opportunity too to, good to miss, really. Mm-hmm. A well-paid position in a well-respected house, accommodation included. How could anyone refuse? Yeah. How can anyone turn this down? On the 18th of June, the, the Schneiders spot 18-year-old Rosalie Kleinrath. The pair approach her and say they are looking to hire another servant for, for their mistress. Uh, the Baroness Fulk.
2: Oh, nice! Yeah, That's the a Baroness Falk is Ooh. who they work for. Sounds imposing. The
1: very yeah, well, the Baroness is very grand indeed, Love. and she insists on only the very best and the most beautiful staff work for her. Absolutely, she won't have ugly maids around the house. <laughs> um, none of this. And they they have seen Rosalie Clonerath across the street, and she is the, she is the one. She's suitably beautiful and would impress the maids. Obviously, right. Rosalie right. is quite flattered. Oh, yes. Um, See, this. that's how
2: you're going to get when you need the most beautiful. Me? Me? me absolutely. I've often you've, thought of modelling. <laughs> you've, yes. you've
1: chosen me.
2: Oh, God, no. never! This is why I never listen to flattery people. Yeah, I indeed. mean, I listen to flattery constantly. <laughs> <Yes>. But <laughs> like, Anyone says, oh, you're very nice. Absolutely have all my money. Yeah, <laughs> have, have everything I've got. Have but, my box. Yeah. Um, have my <laughs> box. Yes.
1: Uh, Rosalie klein she agrees straight away. Um, how could she How could she refuse this? The Schneiders accompany Rosalie to her lodgings, where she says, oh, I've got to go sort a few bits and pieces out give notice in the lodgings that i'm in mm-hmm. pick up my last minute bits and pieces pick up my box pick up their box mm-hmm. while they're there Franz suggests that they go for a little walk let's just go and have a little walk um he will fill her in on uh, the rest of the household what the other people are like how the mistress likes things done i mean the baroness would be especially pleased if she arrives knowing who everyone is, yes, knowing what she wants, yes. things like that. So we'll we'll get you ahead in the game. So she's absolutely anything you can tell me yep. is great. Let's let let's go. Let's go for a walk around the block or whatever. <laughs> uh, I
2: love walking. I
1: love walking, absolutely. So off they go. They leave the apartment and off they go. And they start walking and walking and walking, getting further and further and further and further away from uh, anything, really, <laughs> until they find themselves in a small patch of woodland. Mm. This is where he strangles her to death.
2: Oh, God. Oh, come on. He
1: strips her of all her valuables and leaves her body in the woods.
2: Poor thing. Oh.
1: Rogley Snyder is still back in the apartment waiting for her husband's return. And she fills her time, going through every drawer and cupboard, yeah. Picking out all the good stuff oh. that she can find, bagging. If she can sell it for a single penny, it's coming with them. Yeah.
2: You've just called her Rosalie Schneider.
1: There's two Rosalies. So the wife is Rosalie. Yeah. And also this new maid is also Rosalie.
2: The, the wife's surname is the Italian standing surname. No, that's, no. That,
1: that, that was her maiden name. Sorry. Yep. Thank Beg you. Thank you. So yes. So she yeah married. Now she's now Rosalie Schneider
2: okay that's fine that's fine yep. <laughs> i'm sure everyone else picked up on that i was right to
1: ask you were right to ask i was right absolutely. to ask i
2: was like who the fuck is this woman
1: <laughs> sorry there rosalie
2: too... is in the woods while rosalie is in her room <laughs> there are
1: too many rosalies and joannas in this story yes there are actually <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so It gets yeah. very confusing oh
2: good okay i'm glad i cleared that up yep. so 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 to be clear rosalie schneider Ro- rosalie schneider with
1: and rosalie schneider yep. married couple <laughs> evil bastards yep rosalie kilnrath Has just been murdered in the woods. In
2: the woods, right, okay. Right, are there any more Rosalies or Joannas in this? Uh,
1: No, I don't believe so. Okay. Now we have
2: Marie. In comes comes Marie. Marie, you're very welcome. (laughs) Get away, get away.
1: So 3rd of July, Rosalie once again goes to the servant's office in New There she spots another young woman, Marie Hotvanger. Now she is applying for work. She is there applying for work, answering some help-wanted ads. And the two strike up a conversation. Now, Rosalie claims that she's at the office to place an advertisement for herself. She needs a maid. Her her maid has quit, left her in the shit, Uh. um, as bastards' maids are wanted to do. uh, And she's in desperate need for help. She's in desperate need. Now, Marie takes the bait. Absolutely. And she starts extolling her skills, her excellent Mm. maiding that she (laughs) does. All this what all do you this do? expertise I made, so I made I made very well. I made
2: very well. I was top of mating in yeah. my mating class.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, she is listing off all of everything that she can do. <coughs> dusting. Dusting. Yes, dusting. I Just can do some fold, dusting. folding
2: the toilet roll into that little <laughs> point. I can do that. She
1: does all she does all that. Absolutely. Yeah. Rosalie offers Marie a job. You sound perfect. You sound absolutely ideal. But you, you have to start straight away. I can't cope any longer without a maid. You have to start straight away. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, Marie, why not? Run away. Now, Marie, she, she agrees and she runs across to a nearby inn. Her boyfriend is waiting for her. Her boyfriend is at <gasps> no. the inn waiting for Marie to go and place her ads. And Marie comes in and says, I've got a job. Fantastic. But I, I've got to go. I've got to go. Now, her boyfriend is like, Okay. Because it's it's not that uncommon. Well so yeah, she, she would have to go and so live She would service, have to go so... and live live with, with uh with Aww. her employer. So the boyfriend's like, fantastic, that's that's, that's really nice. You... Well we'll oh, see no. I'll see you on your day off type no. thing. he never sees her alive no. again.
2: Oh, that's too sad. Yeah. That's he, too
1: he he watches as she walks away with Stop her, it. her no. new employer.
2: I don't like that. They were young and in love. <laughs> they were in long in love. They say goodbye and kiss, isn't it wonderful? they whole life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's just
2: make out that he was a bastard. It is what it is.
1: Marie's body is discovered 20 days later in woods outside Vienna, showing signs of strangulation. All's great for the Schneiders, though. They use the money stolen from Marie in her box, and they are able to move to yet another apartment, a bigger apartment, get nice new furniture. All the loveliest, most fashionable things. How big an apartment do they need? Massive, apparently. Yes, Massive for all their nice, shiny things that mm. they're stealing from everyone. Five days later, they're really on a roll now. The couple approach yet another woman, Frederica Zufa, who they manage to convince that they, they themselves are looking for a maidservant. That same day, she is lured to nearby woods, where Franz strangles her, strips her body of all clothing, and then tucks her away under some under some branches. In, in some bushes higher through our way now another account of this this murder which is very poisonous cabinet is that Frederica was in fact poisoned by inhaling oh. fumes from a bottle of mystery potion that Rosalie had created right <laughs> um, <concocted> okay just <laughs> for the job which I think may be slightly fanciful
2: oh that's interesting that's yeah, interesting yeah, yes yeah.
1: apparently yes so Rosalie had concocted something deadly and said, "Sniff this."
2: <laughs> was it that mulled wine recipe that we read uh, earlier very, on? Very possible. It's red wine and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so
1: we, I'm probably going to go with them more down the strangulation route.
2: Well, we'd rather that she died from just a, a, a quick poisoning than being strangled to death. Yeah. But uh, I, I, yeah. f- I
1: feel that this, the 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 poisoning was an, a later effort to implicate Rosalie more and make um, her in, in, in the climes. Oh, interesting. Potentially, yeah. but point, I may point. I may be mistaken. Um, either, I mean, either way, after the murder, the Schneiders sell the woman's clothing, earning them now enough money for Rosalie to quit her job quit her job entirely and commit to helping her her husband locate new victims, she can now do this full-time.
2: It's quite the career development, it's, isn't it? Really it really yeah. is career
1: progression. Is, is, yeah. yeah. What was she the
2: doing the... for a living otherwise? M- Mading. Oh, she, M- was she, was a, she was a mating herself. Yeah. So she was a maiding herself. So she knew all the tricks of the trade. She was, she was like, no, no, I'm going to go freelance. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and my husband have got a business going. Yeah. What, what's it in? It's it's fine. It's business. It's business. It business. We're going to do business together Of buying stuff from, never mind. Really good at business.
1: Got a lot of clients. Yeah, I need a drink. Do you need a drink? I think we need a a drink. Excellent.
2: Yes. For ease. Yes. Because I needed to know what happened in yeah,
1: the story. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, indeed. Oh. So, so Rosalie, yeah. Quit a day job. Full-time murdering ahead. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Did she claim tax for that?
1: I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, but it, it wasn't to be. Oh. Just as she is building up to this new career path, mm. things start to go wrong. Good. Things start to go wrong. The press have publicised details about one of the murders. Okay. One of the bodies has been discovered. Now the report includes a witness description of a man who has apparently been seen with a victim very shortly before her death. The report is read by one of Franz's early surviving victims Anna Gurix. Mm-hmm. The woman who was who was attacked before but yes, left yes. And, uh, le- and lived who oh. decided she's not going to go to report to the police there's no point i'm not going to bother yeah she has read this report going comes forward this is the same man yeah. who who attacked me and she realizes that obviously he has progressed to murder so she feels like she needs to say something so she contacts the police about her assault she is absolutely convinced that it is the same man and she gives the details of, about how she met franz right. about the inn where franz had first approached her she also explains that what well, at the inn he seemed to be very well known at the inn mm. people seem to know him. He, he must have been a regular there so yeah. someone there surely will be able to identify who who this man is mm. so i thought you know, okay it's worth a punt we'll go we'll go and have a look <laughs> they go to the inn they speak to the owner the owner is a chap by the name of heinrich schneider franz's brother
2: no what <laughs> his fucking brother his, owns the inn his
1: brother owns the inn
2: Oh my that's why no one ever said anything
1: his <gasps> brother owns the inn Bastard. now we, we 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 don't know if heinrich was aware of what his brother and his, his sister in law were doing mm. at all um obviously Franz was a, a regular at at the inn, but just to see his brother
2: a bit he leaves with a woman each night
1: he knows that Franz is maybe a bit of a player or something like that he's no. yeah absolutely stepping out he knows also that He only married Rosalie for her money. Oh,
2: I guess. Well, so maybe he's not completely complicit. He's
1: not not complicit in the murdering him. I'm sure he thinks Franz is just shagging a lot of women.
2: No, he had a spare bedroom (laughs) upstairs with a trap door and a bed of spikes below it. He was in on it. He had his own scheme going on.
1: But he, he does confirm that, yes, the description sounds a lot like his brother Franz. And that, yep, Franz is often at the inn with various women. A search is sent out for Franz Schneider. We need to find this man. And he is tracked to their apartment in Vienna, Now, where they are living under a different name. The names of Ferdinand and Rosalie Riedler okay. are aliases they are using, but they are tracked to this address. Their home is searched, and clothing is found that belong to three of the known murder victims. Keeping They've the kept it in the house. Mm. Obviously, they sold a lot of stuff, but some bits... Couldn't bear to part with. Seveneans. They also found items that lead authorities to believe that there are a minimum of another three victims unaccounted for.
2: Oh come on!
1: Through the amount of clothes and the different like styles and sizes or of or clothes, oh, they, they they think probably that all the clothes seem to be similar sort of status, like young women, just getting yet, off other, the train or other, other maids and things like that who are looking for jobs right. who just have not been discovered, just bodies who have been Everyone well missed them. hidden. Exactly. Now, with this evidence, the Schneiders are charged with three murders sent to await trial. On September the 15th, Rosalie attempts to commit suicide by jumping out of a window of a third-story building. Right, okay. <laughs> so, she sustains heavy injuries, but she survives. Okay. She survives the fall and is nursed back to health just in time for just her, in time for just her in in time trial. Just in time for her trial. Good, okay. Now, while that is going on, over the next, say, few months... Over six hundred officers and foresters are involved in searching woods around Vienna with with bloodhounds and all sorts of animals. And they are able to locate the bodies of two missing women. Yeah, very lightly buried under shrubbery and, and such like. They are all in a very severe state of decomposition they've they've been there for quite quite some time Hmm. for a good year or two or something like that the schneider's trial begins on the 26th of january 1892 now the case has caused such a massive buzz in austria that it really is the place to be (laughs) it's the place to be now the following is a report on the trial by a united press reporter so i'm going to read this from there okay a peculiarity of the crowd which frequented the the courtroom, was that it was not composed entirely of men, as is in usually the case of murder trials here, mm. where women, unless they are witnesses or connections of prisoners, do not attend such trials. The Schneider's trial, however, has been marked by the presence of a very large number of stylishly dressed ladies <laughs> <laughs> who levelled their longettes, uh, opera glasses. Opera glasses, <laughs>
2: So this is Shades of Patreon it this really week. It really is. When you
1: were reading that, I thought, oh, this is very familiar. Oh. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: who leveled their longettes and closely scanned the features of the prisoners whenever the opportunity offered. Some of the evidence was of a nature to bring a blush to almost any cheek, but these ladies, though some of them did blush at certain parts of the testimony, were so eager to hear every word about the crimes that they conquered their natural inclinations to leave the courtroom and gaining courage from their many women present, they remained and had their curiosity gratified to the fullest extent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> women may have blushed but no but they wanted to hear every juicy detail they wanted all
1: the details they
2: were hungry for the gossip
1: <laughs> they really really were oh
2: my god well you know it's a scandalous it's, trial yeah, what absolutely. else are you going to do there's no TV
1: bugger all else to do yeah. <laughs> fucking Mozart again oh, no oh. <laughs> I can't hear fair release, I, playing, I can't hear her release I was paying. I can't
2: hear the magic flute anymore <laughs> I cannot hear another fucking waltz.
1: When Franz takes the stand, he seems entirely unbothered by the whole affair. The prosecutor goes into great details about all the horrors that he has committed. He, he is especially focused and harsh towards Rosalie, describing her handy. as not only as the, the brains behind the whole thing, as, as the schemer behind it, but also as an active participant in her husband's murders. So the husband has committed the murders, but she is an active participant, holding down the victim's hands while wow. Franz strangled them to prevent them from scratching his face.
2: That doesn't seem likely. I'm not saying she's a nice woman, but... I mean, it, it's, it's, it's... it
1: seems a slightly, I think, much the same as the... She's concocted this evil potion that's going to kill everyone. Yeah, it must and
2: be the woman who's behind I it, think yes. it's.
1: I think it's, again, trying to make her seem much... She, yes, she's not a pleasant woman, Uh, (laughs) but perhaps not to that extent. The trial lasts about a week or so, and it is so popular that people are really not keen to to lose their seats once they're in they want to stay there mm. I, I, they want to find out what's going on
2: yeah absolutely yeah if you get a seat you're not gonna yeah yeah, yeah.
1: i mean during breaks or lunches not a single person leaves the room they bring in picnics yeah so, so, they, <laughs> so they don't have to forfeit their seats and these sort of things become more and more elaborate as the days goes on and especially fancy lady is accompanied by her butler who serves schnapps um, <laughs> <laughs> to the assembled spectators <laughs>
2: Sna- that's it yeah, snaps. That's I mean it's better than any of the other things that could have been in there <laughs> but yeah schnapps so yeah everybody schnapps, schnapps, everybody. schnapps. schnapps. oh absolutely you need Josh little... going shut oh, up <laughs>
1: or bring me schnapps
2: <laughs> and you shall be yes I will have a top up thank you very much did they also all have buckets how did they pee? Uh, that, they? I, that I don't know. They, they're eating and drinking They're schnaps. eating and drinking. They're quaffing champagne. Absolutely just going. Just going just on the floor.
1: Having a, they're having a grand old time.
2: <laughs> the butler was bringing in schnapps and a chamber pot. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that was a gross courtroom. <laughs> this is gonna be That's silly. why it only lasted a week. They were like, okay, the courtroom is absolutely just full of piss. <laughs> yes, it's, <laughs> right. it's very, very smelly. <laughs> <now>.
1: Right, <okay. laughs> It is during their defence's speech, their defence's speech, that Franz his resolve finally sort of breaks the defense goes straight for mercy they know there is nowhere, no way they can convince anyone that these people did not do these things yeah so forget that you're not going to get off yeah mercy pleading for mercy for lenience please spare spare their lives i mean it seems that perhaps this sort of realization now that they're fucked the, yeah. this, this is not going to go well the franz he actually breaks down in tears at this point and exclaims my wife led me on she <gasps> planned it all oh. at this point the crowd bursts into laughter
2: nice nice they,
1: too much too many snaps yes uh, pissing, they, themselves, absolutely pissing themselves literally pissing themselves with this because he, he's quite a big sort of strong burly man yeah and the idea that my wife made me do it he's, he's because he's hilarious <laughs> um, in, in the, the gallery from the spectators and they have a great time mocking him mm. for his for his exclamations. The, the, I mean, the council's words, they have a very similar effect on Rosalie. Now, she is there in floods of tears, mm. apparently in great remorse about what she has been involved with. Now, rather than invoking the laughter that it did for her husband, the women in the courtroom apparently stand and hiss at her to show their disgust at this last-minute show remorse that they think it is.
2: Okay. It's not a pantomime. Do they know that? <laughs> Apparently not. There's a yeah. lot of hissing going on. <laughs> is it hissing, though? Oh, or is it just a s- <laughs> s- The sound of, just. Of,
1: of 300 women pissing at the same time. Looking at them like, <laughs> this is what I think of you. It could, it could well be. It could well be. Perhaps the reporter got that one wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. The jury is out for twenty minutes.
2: Right. (laughs) Snacks. Snacks. They didn't even get to the buffet. (laughs)
1: Snacks and a a quick round of schnapps, and they're back. They're back in again. (laughs) They go out and dry their feet, (laughs) (laughs) Ring out their socks. (laughs) (laughs) Franz is found guilty on all charges. Yes. Rosalie is found guilty of the murder of Frederica Zufa. This is the one that she was meant to poison. Meant to poison. The judge spares no time in sentencing them both to death absolutely no mercy here Mm. over just days before rosalie is due to be executed she her sentence is reduced to life imprisonment okay by order of the imperial family um yeah they well they it's been a long thing she was going to be the first woman executed for about 80 years Mm. or so in austria the royal family said civilized societies don't do this to women they don't execute women Therefore, we're not going to do this.
2: Civilised society don't have women plotting to kill other women, Mm. really. Yeah, you know. (laughs) I'm not for the death penalty, but also... Yeah, obviously the, standards. The,
1: the judge felt he deserved this thing, but then the, the royal family go, "No, no, we don't do we don't do this." Enough. Okay, a life in prison. Life, then. life in prison. Yeah, yeah. France, fuck him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do what you like with him.
2: I'll, I'll come back to it, mm. but it's a, it is that double standard of you can portray a woman in court, you have to portray her as like this evil, evil mm. woman. Women are the root of all evil. But as soon as they're sentenced, no, they're delicate, they're gentle delicate, souls. Absolutely. We can't we can't do this to a woman after we've established she's the greatest monster of all time. Yeah. Men just fuckers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> France's last meal consists of two portions of roast pork, red wine, Virginia brand Cuban cigars, and two coffees with milk. All of which we've had as fucking ingredients. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was wondering why you put such <laughs> emphasis on that. And I was like, oh yeah, no, we have. <laughs> pork. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of vegetables there, though, no, does he? There yeah. may have
1: been a side dish.
2: A side, <laughs> a side, well, what was the side dish? That's what we need to know. So, to, th- roast pork, was it? Roast pork. So, yeah, nice a glass of red wine. Of, yeah, a good bit of roast pork. I remember, yeah. Cause cigar- I don't know, you could order cigars. Apparently, 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 cigars and a couple of coffees. A couple of coffees. He was trying to make it interesting when he was hanging. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to go straight through you. <laughs> yeah.
1: In the early hours of the morning of the 17th of March, 1892... Franz Schneider is led into the courtyard in front of the law courts. Crowd has gathered outside to watch this spectacle, but the public are held back. They are not allowed in. They are barred. Instead, there is still an audience of around 200, but they are their court officials, their their police officers, their lawyers, doctors, journalists, all these people who have gathered to yeah. witness the the event. Yeah. The executioner, the execution is presided over Austria's official executioner, yes. um, Joseph Siegfried. Heard of him. Ah, pretty good. Mm. Now, he suspected that he was given instruction to make this last, to make <laughs> this man <laughs> suffer. <laughs> so instead of the usual gallows that allowed for a fast drop and a quick death, Franz is confronted by a large white post, a single white post uh, embedded in the ground. Okay. Yes, I've not heard of this one before. It was interesting when I read it. The executioner's assistant. He ha- assistant. He has two assistants. Are they, they going to
2: maypole to death? Yes. Right. Yes. They're that would wrap kill him you. Around the oh shit! There's going to be Morris dancers. That's it. I'm out. <laughs>
1: they, each one grabs a leg. They lift Franz high up against this pole. Right. The executioner. He goes. There's some steps that run round the pole. He goes up until he is probably about ten foot off the ground, sort of face to face with Franz. Yeah. He then lassoes a rope around the pole and around Franz's neck okay and he is left just to sort of hang slowly suffocate Uh, against this pole but then on a on a uh, some indication each of the two assistants they grab a leg and they pull (gasps) and they pull so he's sort of strangled and stretched against this post it's not a good way to go wow so he is up there, gasping for breath. The executioner has neglected to put a hood over Franz's... Oh, that's not pleasant. Franz's, no. uh, Franz's head. For anyone Again, watching. Yeah, I don't imagine he forgot to do this. No, of course not. No, no. A watching journalist wrote, the face of the dying man could be seen between the fingers of the executioner who held his head. Every change in the colour of the flesh was discernible. It was a horrid sight. I'm
0: not surprised.
1: It took four minutes for Franz. <sighs> to be stretched and suffocated to death.
2: That is a long time, really.
1: Not a good way. That is to. F-
2: mad. I've never heard of no, that. neither have Brand I. new execution Brand for new us. Brand new
1: way of going. When I, when I read Steak, I thought, fuck, they're going to fucking burn him or something like well, that. That's what I thought. Um, yeah,
2: I oh, I thought they were going to go really medieval and like put him across <laughs> the top of the pole. You know, that kind of... was Impaler Impale him. <laughs> well, no, impaler, but not actually through it, just to the point yeah. where all your organs shift and yeah. this blunt pole. But... No, just, no a, just a strangly, s- a, just a stretchy, s- pully, stretch. grossy, ugh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. He was a fucker. He
1: was a fucker, indeed. Yeah. That is the story. That is the terrifying story of Franz and Rosalie Schneider. And the schnapps. And the schnapps. <laughs> hey.
2: Oh, good story, Nick. Mm. What happened to Rosalie?
1: She died in prison.
2: Oh, she died in prison. She died in prison. Ah, is it jumping out of windows?
1: Uh, well, hopefully she wasn't there. Were bars in the way. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, she she died. Uh, Don't know when. It's just mm. that yeah, she she died in prison. Don't know if she was in prison for half an hour or <laughs> twenty years. Interesting. There's also the one of the things. I one of the reports I came across said that once a week she was subjected to one day in solitary confinement. That was part part of her punishment. That's interesting. Was yeah, one day a week was always in solitary confinement.
2: It doesn't seem that doesn't seem that. Um... Difficult. One day a week. That's day, a little one, bit of one, one, one quiet a week time, week really, in, isn't it? In solitary. Yeah, most people would quite like that. Go, yeah, oh, I'll get one there'll day a week. There'd
1: be a lot of screaming and shouting and general unpleasantness in, in a open yeah. women's prison in austria there and you
2: go solitary confinement you can be in the dark for 24 hours great yeah I can, yeah Ooh. perhaps, perhaps <laughs> that just extended the whole thing maybe maybe <laughs> so it may, did. maybe worse like that yes brilliant story oh what a horrible pair <laughs> yes indeed and a good classic uh double you know mur- murderous duo yeah mur-
1: definitely a murderous duo oh
2: dear dear yeah the uh the old hypocrisy of the women versus mm. men in court uh regardless of of their guilt of just sort of <laughs> We can think of all different things for women, but men. They're all fuckers. They're all fuckers. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Women will lead you astray, but then they must be treated delicately. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're sensitive. <laughs> they're a sensitive bunch. And people, you know what? Just don't. Let's go back in time and tell girls, don't go off with strangers. Well, it reminds me. You remember
1: a few weeks ago, we y- did um, a man... Martin Dumoulin. Yes, yes. And so, so French. It's like probably about 20 so years before this. Yeah, I luring think. women into luring the woods. A, a same sort of ploy. Sort yeah, of and the wife was servants, all for it. The wife was involved. Yeah. So whether these guys were getting tips or reading about <laughs> uh, what had happened there.
2: And just the the greed, again, I, I know I was mentioning about the not understanding the value of a dollar or the value of a florin, <laughs> but constantly looking for more money. We need yeah. to have a bigger apartment. We need to we have need, more things. Need we more need more to stuff. kill more people in order for... Not to live. Not, not to live. Not to survive.
1: No. It's just to buy a fancier sofa. Yeah. Which I'm no, we just need with.
2: more things. <laughs> we
1: just need more stuff.
2: It's just opulence. It's just, we need this latest thing. We do that. I understand. I have to shop on Amazon every two days yeah. to... Or, or some other independent shop. <laughs> you know, don't look at my book pile. But but yeah, just, oh, we'll have to kill people. We will have to kill people. We'll have way. to murder women in order to fund it. Bloody hell. Well, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. It had moments. (laughs) I'm glad it had moments for you. That courtroom was never used again. that was raised to the ground mm, afterwards yep, burn it down and you it won't burn it's too wet it's funny the coincidences actually of having that on patreon yeah, when
1: when you said that like oh this is very funny?" yeah women <laughs>
2: turning up with their sandwiches yeah. and champagne for the court case we covered on patreon and here they are again yep. schnapps this schnapps, time schnapps. Schnapps. schnapps wonderful well what do you think people what do you think of this diabolical duo who operated in austria what do you think of their motives do you think that rosalie was behind it was she a puppet master was she pulling the strings or was she just a victim of circumstance victim is probably the wrong word but just listening to what her husband said and they worked together decided to go freelance in yeah. the middle of it all going, oh i don't need a job anymore i can murder for a living and the court case as well did she receive the right treatment did she, should her sentence have been commuted should she have been hissed at like that should she have been hissed at if indeed it was hissing uh what would you do at the well, you can go to court cases I today. I think it's round
1: one if you do hiss at people.
2: Yes, and bring in champagne and sandwiches. And, and a and, yeah, and a butler who's <laughs> serving out schnapps to everyone. Go, around schnapps, <laughs> schnapps, schnapps. No, no. Okay. Just anyone apple sours. <laughs> Just a few aftershocks will be fine. Tell us what you think. Jump on the comments of this episode and on any of the social media channels you follow and tell us your thoughts, your feelings, your musings and your fears, your deepest, darkest fears that were ignited during this episode. <laughs> But most importantly, while you listen, you must mix up a missionary's downfall. Awful! Oh, it's so good. It was so nice. So nice. That's one of the best we've had in a while. Yeah, no, and I'm really pleased with that.
1: Really, really, really nice.
2: Perfect summer drink. Yeah, absolutely. I can't so wait to sit in, a, sit, in,
1: sit in some gardens. A good party drink as well. Good party for that. Make a punch. You can make a really good punch out of that. I
2: was just going to say, do you think you could make up mix up a pitcher of it? Yeah, oh gotcha. Get a whole big uh, bowl of crushed ice. Absolutely. And just be serving that up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fresh, fresh crushed ice. That a picture of that over the top beautiful delicious none of your sex on the beaches none of that this is the thing that you must make what do you want and tell your friends and tell your enemies as well tell everyone you can go to every party that you go to this summer every wedding go in there and go (laughs) if there's not one of these on the menu I'm not coming and I'm not sending you a gift you fuckers anyway happy birthday do that mix up the drink or send us pictures of drinks that you are enjoying wherever you are in the world if you haven't already please consider joining us on Patreon for extra poisonous cabinet content every single week as well as video clips from these episodes come and join us on social media on instagram we're also on facebook where we have our book club and we are doing lots on tiktok these days really really helps us if you follow us on there and please leave us a review on apple itunes if you can thanks for listening guys we have been the people inside the poisoners cabinet we will see you next week and remember your loved ones are trying to kill you Acast anbefaler.
1: Mit navn er Anders og Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi er skidetræt alle de der podcaster og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmod.